baseball kind of became my uh, identity. And, um, you know, I, I would have to say that it was kind of my God. That's Philip Umber. He is one of only 23 Major League Baseball players ever to pitch a perfect game. And that's going back to 1880. Philip's our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. As of this recording of GPS, only two other players have pitched perfect games since Philip pitched his, and both were in the same season as Philip's. Now, just in case you don't know what a perfect game in baseball is, it is significant. It's when a pitcher doesn't allow any, not one, opposing player to reach base for all nine innings of a game. Phillip's going to describe what that moment was like when he struck out the last batter in his perfect game. GPS. God. People. Stories. 2012 is a year that Philip Umber says he'll never forget, but not just because it was the year of his perfect game. Before we talk about the other reason 2012 is so memorable, though, we should talk about a few of the years before 2012. A few rough years for Philip. Going up and down from the you know, big leagues to the minor leagues and, um, you know, not necessarily being where I wanted to be at a certain time. Before Philip pitched his perfect game for the Chicago White Sox in 2012, he had played for three other major league and five minor league teams. Plus, he had dealt with a couple of sidelining injuries. Yeah, I kind of got to the point where I was like questioning, like, okay, I'm trying to do things the right way. I'm trying to, you know, uh, live the right way. And I'm, I'm doing all the right things. And then these other guys, you know, they're, they're going out partying and doing this and that. And, uh, you know, why are they getting to move up and I'm not? Philip was a Christian when he was asking God those questions. A Christian frustrated with his career, but nevertheless a Christian. And looking back, Philip knows he was asking the wrong kind of questions. Instead of asking God, how, how can I be used for you? How can I be used for your kingdom? I'm, I'm asking him, why aren't you doing what I need to be done, you know, in this baseball thing. Why are you allowing this to happen? Like, this is not fun for me. That self-centered outlook was an indication that Phillip's priorities were out of whack. At times um, in my life, after I got to college and then you know, I was drafted in the first round and, and, and all of that, um, you know, baseball kind of became my uh, identity. And, um, you know, I, I would have to say that it was kind of my God. During that season of life, Philip was essentially trying to convince God why he should clear the way for him to play in the big leagues. You know, I always looked at it like, if you'll just, you know, give me that big platform, if you'll just put me on Sports Center, if you'll just, you know, uh, you know, get me there, then I'm, I'm really going to be able to glorify you there. And finally, uh, just through a lot of, I guess, God allowing things to happen and having the right perspective from other people telling me the right things, I finally just realized I can serve God anywhere I'm at. I don't have to be in the big leagues. I don't even have to be a baseball player. Um, wherever he has me at this time, that's that's where he wants me to be serving him. And so that really changed my outlook on not just baseball, but a lot about my relationship with him. That relationship began years earlier when Philip was a young boy. Both of my parents are preacher's kids. Uh, both uh, my grandfathers were Baptist ministers in uh, small churches, small towns in Texas. And, and um, so I was, I was in church, you know, every time the doors were open. And that was something that I knew, you know, even at home. It wasn't just when we went to church and you know, we put on the Sunday uh, face. My, my parents really lived it out and, you know, showed me a, a good example of what, 
a follower of Christ was, was supposed to look like. And so I accepted Christ when I was, um, you know, probably eight years old. That happened in Carthage, Texas, where Philip grew up and where baseball is a pretty big deal. It certainly was a big deal to Philip, but so was his faith. I think as you get older, it has become more real to you. And um, as you go through, you know, the struggles of life and, and different challenges and things, and especially when you get out on your own, um, you're going to have to make decisions about, you know, your faith and, and, and decide, um, okay, you know, I've accepted Christ, but am I going to be a follower of his? Uh, or am I, am I just going to take my own path? By the time he went to play for the Chicago White Sox in 2011, Philip had already answered that question. He would be a faithful follower of Jesus. And he was talking to Jesus on April 21st, 2012, as his team faced off against the Seattle Mariners. I just remember uh, you know, sitting in the dugout, you know, after about the sixth or seventh inning, and you kind of kind of getting that feeling like this, this might happen. I just, you know, I just said a little prayer. Of course, what he's beginning to think might happen and what he's praying about is pitching a perfect game against the Mariners. I said, Lord, if this is your will for it to happen, let it happen and, and just use me to glorify you through it. Just, I mean, whatever happens with this, just I want to glorify you. And, and it was a really neat, neat thing, you know, because I, I just went out there and just enjoyed it and, you know, just uh, really tried to, tried to remember everything I could about it. And it was a cool thing to do. Um, but... Uh, the last out was uh, kind of nerve-wracking because the ball got away from the catcher, and um, I saw that the batter was not running first. So, you know, he, as long as he went back there and got the ball in third first, you know, we had no problem getting him out. And um, I just remember just yelling at A.J., throw him out, throw him out. And that's exactly what A.J. Przinsky did. This is what it all sounded like. He swung. Przinsky has got to throw it down. It's a perfect day for Philip on the 21st of April, 2012, in Seattle. What did Philip do after the first baseman caught the ball? I just fell to my knees and, and just thanked God. And then just uh, as soon as I got up, just my teammates were all over me. And um, just a fun moment and something that obviously, you know, never forget. But remember, there's another reason 2012 is a year Philip Umber will never, ever forget. And no, it wasn't the phone call he got from the president of the United States congratulating him on his perfect game. It was something more exciting than that for Philip and his wife, Kristen. I guess about 10 days after the perfect game, we welcomed our, our first uh, baby into the world. Our, we, we had a son born uh, May 1st. Little John Gregory turned four just about a month after his dad retired from Major League Baseball earlier this year. Now, even though he's no longer playing professionally, the Bible verse Philip kept inscribed on his glove still applies to his life. It's Colossians 3.23. That's the verse that says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not human masters. Whatever we're doing, if, if we're doing it you know, for the Lord, you know, for His pleasure, I think we're even going to give a greater effort and uh, get a whole lot more satisfaction and peace knowing that we gave it our best effort and we know that our Heavenly Father is looking down on us and, and is just proud as He could possibly be of us regardless of, you know, a result or, or a statistic or, or anything like that. Do you know that about God? That He loves you no matter what. 
There is nothing you can do that will make him love you more or less than he does right now. In fact, God loves you so much that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross to take the penalty for your sins. Now, the question before you, will you accept his offer of forgiveness by surrendering your life to Jesus Christ? If you'd like to learn more about making that decision, visit our website. It's billygramradio.org. When you get there, look for Grow Your Faith and click there. Don't go anywhere. In just a minute, Philip Umber's got a quick comment about his perfect game giving him opportunities to talk about his faith. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. As a young boy, I had a keen interest in sports, and my great love was baseball. Billy Graham. In my dreams, I thought of myself as someday a professional baseball player. But instead of playing baseball, the Lord called me to be a minister of the gospel. And it's been my privilege to be in more stadiums and auditoriums throughout the world than I would have ever been as an athlete. In the Bible, the sports arena is often used to illustrate the Christian life. The Apostle Paul writes of running with patience the race that is set before us. It is in him we move and have our being. He controls our next breath and we have all been uniquely created in his image. He will use every situation of life to remind us of his love for us and our need of him. We are his children and he desires a relationship with him that comes only through his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross and rose again. And now back to the hosts of GPS. Jim Kirkland and Phil Fleischman. Well, the Decision America tour with Franklin Graham continues rolling across the United States, and it continues to need your prayers, too. Franklin is holding a prayer rally in each state capital, and he's encouraging Christians to boldly live out their faith at home, in public, and at the ballot box. You can find upcoming rally dates, ways you can be involved, and ways to be praying for the tour at DecisionAmericaTour.com. Our guest on this episode of GPS has been Philip Umber. In the days right after Philip pitched his perfect game for the Chicago White Sox, he got a lot of requests for interviews. Not surprising. And a lot of those interviewers, after they learned he's a Christian, asked Philip how his, quote, religion, unquote, affects his game. So it's been neat to be able to kind of explain that, you know, it's, it's, for me, it's, it's a relationship. And, and um, it doesn't change uh, from going to in, in my job or, or or whether I'm at church or wherever I'm at, you know, I'm always, you know, acknowledging that, that, that Christ is my Savior and that, and that um, I'm serving God. Philip acknowledged that on Twitter, too. After his perfect game, he tweeted this, Throwing a perfect game is an awesome moment in a ballplayer's life, but it pales in comparison to knowing a truly perfect God. We've really enjoyed sharing Philip Umber's story on this episode of GPS, and we are delighted that you took the time to join us. You can find GPS on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and of course, BillyGrahamRadio.org. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. In-